0: hello there ringside crew hey dudes at ringside crew this is davian hey it's jenny santani this is Alfie.
1: this is the savage juggernaut tomah cool
0: ringside this is thomas D. bro this is billy sarx mr chad epic megan mason Hey everybody, Scotland's own Brody Adler. The headman in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl Charisma. Papa Dink, Brandon This is According to Woods. Savannah Summers. I'm Shorty. Pass what is that? You are watching The Internationally
1: Known. Fudes at Ringside Podcast,
0: hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello
2: Hello there, wrestling fans. To another episode and another leg of International Week for the Internationally Known Dudes at Ringside Podcast. I am your host, Joe the Panther, the third, and now juicing from the top of Metal Mountain. It's the Happy Heel himself, the Metal Geek.
1: What's going on, Ringside Crew? What's going on, internationally known? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? How's it going today? Not too much. So how does it feel? We're at the the next the next
2: leg of the uh international tour. We are going to the great white north. We're going to Canada. Get the jet ready to go. Because let's give a war. Dude's at a ringside. Welcome to the
0: princess
2: of hardcore jewels. Ooh. Hey, what's up everybody? How's what's it going? Up, Thank
0: man. you so much for having I me know. here
1: thanks sir for uh, accepting our invite <laughs> Thank you Thank you
2: and it's also international week on the podcast go why not why not travel to Canada? They're international. that's <laughs> so cool up here legit yeah, yeah. so um wh- where did you uh, make your start in uh, in professional wrestling? When did you make your start?
0: Um, I originally started in um, when I was about 19 years old uh, here in, here in Canada. Uh, it was Hardcore Wrestling Federation. Um, I was a manager. I was a heel manager for about three years, and um, yeah, then I went to school for about eight eight years, and then came back. I wanted to be a professional wrestler. So there's no way I can live my life without actually fulfilling the professional wrestling dream and career. So um, yeah, I quit my I quit my career, um, like from what I was doing, and I went straight into professional wrestling school. Um, and yeah, that was about 11 years ago. so about 14 years experience and um, yeah, I'm so happy I did it. So it's been a long time and I have so much more left to my career. Hmm. Yeah. interesting.
1: Yeah oh, what would you say like what would you, what would you say like your uh, first match was like in front of a crowd you say?
0: <laughs> okay, so my first match in front of a crowd was um, it was by flute. I was still about... I was about 18 months into my training, and I was paying my dues, of course. So I was setting up the ring. I was there to support the people for my wrestling school. And uh, one of the girls who I trained with, Silesia Sparks, she had um, her opponent had canceled her match, so she needed an opponent. Sebastian Suave. Uh, he he was the he was the promoter. He says, Jules, I need you to wrestle. And I was like, um, okay that's cool. And so I had nothing to wear. So he lent me his, he lent me his uh, wrestling tights and I borrowed uh, somebody's knee pads and then I just went and I did it. And so it was, uh, in front of a crowd, of I think about like 250, 300. Uh, I had no time. I was, I hadn't quite developed exactly who Jules was supposed to be. So, uh, yeah, so essentially it was on the fly, stressful. It was a part of a lot of people, but it worked really well. The match was really great, although I didn't win, so I was mad about that. But, you yeah. know, it is.
2: Yeah. So what is the, like, craziest spot you've ever done in a match?
0: Huh. That's interesting. Um <laughs> I think... Okay, so I wrestled Randy West. We, we, we did three rounds. We were in the finals for the Death Becomes Her 2 Deathmatch Tournament in Illinois. Um, and so she and I had to go 25 minutes. Uh, I think that's what we did. We did 25 minutes. And, you know, we used butcher butcher knives. We used uh, we used a lot of barbed wire. We used some uh, light tubes. Um, you know, it was just anything that was there. We had just like a crazy finish. Um, the the ring was all barbed wire. Uh, we had and like you know we, it was just there was just so many different things that we had to use. So like that was just like a whole clusterfuck. Yeah, I swore. Um, it's cool.
2: uh, you can say you let the wrestlers curse. It's okay. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. that's
0: probably one of them. And then another one was my first deathmatch match tournament. I was wrestling Thunder Kitty, and that, I think that was also in Illinois. And she and I did a barbed wire dog collar match. And uh, that was pretty fucked up because we were, we got pretty uh, we got pretty bloody. We used uh, broken beer bottles, cigarette butts. Um, we also had a couple couple funky things. It was about 110 degrees on the hot canvas, and like that was probably like another one. Um, yeah, I'd say those two are probably <laughs> some of like the most intense sort of matches I would say. And then also. Um, yeah, Mickey Knuckles and I also did something at uh, CZW. That was the ultraviolet match too. Um, so I'd say those would be my top three that I can recall right now.
2: Ooh, we've been trying to get in touch with Mickey Knuckles for a long time. We would. Uh, she's a busy to... girl. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, she's so, tough. Yeah, I
0: hope you get know, because she yeah. probably has some of the best stories. That's mm. for sure.
1: Yeah. So what would you say? What would you say your inspiration to get you into hardcore wrestling was?
0: Ooh um let's see i think um i was always like i watched wrestling ever since i was a little girl and uh i was always it was neat to watch the wrestling portion like you know all the matches were the same but then i'm an outside the box type person so when i see something i get bored very easily so when i see something that's different uh that's when i that's sort of that uh what keeps me gets my attention so I just remember seeing, you know, like Junkyard Dog, he would always have the chain, uh, you know, even back like nails, he came out with a nightstick. uh, And you know, like he just sort of like, like, you know, they would just make the matches different. Um, Then ECW came out and I was just like, it fucking blew my mind because you're seeing all those guys, um, like all the wrestlers there, they would just, you know, they have the chairs, they'd be bleeding, there'd be fire. Uh, Then I was also exposed to Japanese wrestling. And like those people over there are crazy motherfuckers. And so like I would see Definitely. all that and I'm like, oh, this is neat. And like, you know, I'm looking at my wrestling magazines, you know, I'd see pictures, even just like, you would see Ric Flair, he'd do a cage match, you know? And I was like, okay, that stuff's cool. Cause I liked horror movies and like just the more blood, you know, so I would see that. And then when I worked for Hardcore Wrestling Federation, all of our guys, like we even would have the ECW guys come in as our like for like a, like the main events. And I would sit there and watch and like a lot of the regular matches on that card, you know, like on the shows, they would have hardcore. So I was helping as a manager, I was helping letting people on fire. I was bringing weapons. I was cutting people up. And that was only as a manager. So when I was given the opportunity to wrestle uh, for Death Proof, that's a, um, a hardcore company here like recently, like like up in Canada, um, you know, they said, well, what do you want to do? And I said, well, eventually I want to get really bloody and I want to fuck guys up. I want to fuck girls up and I just want a lot of blood, but I don't want to do it all of the time. Um, So I guess it was just, it's always been something that I've been attracted to. And it's just, I've been lucky enough to have these opportunities on a constant basis. So
2: um, just because
0: of that, I liked it and I just had to, I continued with it. And then that's where I thought I could make myself different from regular wrestlers. And there's nothing wrong with what they do. But I thought, this is exactly who I want to be. This is exactly how I want to wrestle. And this is exactly how I want to be remembered.
1: Yeah. Speaking of that, I mean, you're t- bringing up so much uh, names of Japanese deathmatch wrestling. Speaking of Onita, which he's. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Onita's back now in wrestling, which is actually awesome. I don't know if you saw that recently, that he came back and wrestled in New Jersey. I mean... Yes, With that Man, when... I I remember I was introduced to Anita from uh, a friend of mine. He's like, you want to watch these tapes? And I'm like, what is it? And then it was like these exploding ring matches with fire. And I was like, what is this? (laughs) You know, this is absolutely cool. You know? So... Uh, Yeah, Yeah,
0: and I was actually... um, I watched... uh, Jun Kasai and um, oh gosh, um, actually I watched a couple Jun Kasai matches, but they, it was over at uh, GCW. We were watching that yesterday, and it was just it was a lot of fun. Oh, it was Alex uh, Cologne and him. That was the one that I watched yesterday, and I was like, oh, like I really wish I could have uh, Jun Kasai too. I was also like to have like Onita, but yeah, huge fans of them. Mm-hmm.
1: So uh-huh. so
2: how how long did it take to get your uh do your baseball bat? With the, with the how long did it take you to get all the barbed wire on that bat? I was looking at the picture, I was like, that that looks like it's talented. Like she so made that or somebody helped her make that. I, think oh, so I cool. make
0: it. I make all of my weapons. Um yeah, so for like generally, I don't know, just it doesn't take very long because once you, you have to work with the barbed wire um and not be afraid. Um <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, and you just have to be ready for when it flies in your face, just sort of like move back a little bit. But I don't know, just to like make a general weapon. Um the barbed wire bats, I'd say, I don't know, just takes like fifteen minutes tops. But you have to really secure. It depends if you're doing it loose, like it, t- it takes less time. But when you're actually doing it tight, um, it takes a little bit longer. Is is,
1: okay. is there is there any spot you refuse to take that you've have that said this guy is this a little bit much, or you just you're just spiders. gonna go for it. what?
0: I fucking hate spiders.
1: Ooh, spiders. Ooh. Nope.
0: I do piranha. That's funny, um, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I wouldn't do anything with like spiders. I think that would hurt animals. Actually, I wouldn't do that. Like, I'm not that much of a dick, um, but I think yeah, something that I would like to do. Like, I want to do the exploding barbed wire. Like, I'm definitely down for that. I definitely do the tangled web. Um, you know, I do the syringes through the through the face, that kind of stuff. Anything sharp, I love. Um, mm. Heights, you'd have to pay me a lot of money, but, like, it's okay. Like, I was going to do a 20-foot scaffold thing, but uh, we didn't end up – we decided not to do that as a finish. But really? there's stuff like that, but I definitely wouldn't hurt animals.
2: Hmm. Yeah. So do you prefer um, tax or Legos?
0: Who um i prefer tax legos suck um mm-hmm. addy star you should definitely um you should definitely interview her because that's her thing um mm-hmm. i got to wrestle Eddie star and there were legos and that hurts <laughs> it hurts it's not that great but um doesn't feel that great uh but definitely yeah tax
2: well if you speak to her before we speak to her tell her dudes at ringside are, are interested
0: absolutely yeah.
2: cool, cool.
1: So have you ever been to CZW tournament at death? Uh,
0: no, I was actually, I was, um, I spoke to GJ uh, about it, but um, at that time, um, I forget what it was, the weekend. This is a few years ago now. Um, yeah, it was just, it didn't, the timing didn't work out. I can't remember why, but uh, that was, that's definitely going to be on my hit list before I retire. I have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Definitely. <laughs> that's, definitely. that's up your alley. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um is is there any uh well yeah, I think I already got my question geek you're next.
1: No, you go ahead, Joe. You're, um, you're is there any
2: indie prom- any uh death match promotion in in America that you uh, or anywhere in the world that you really want to you want to go to before you retire?
0: Yes, um definitely I wanted to do the Goddess of Gore tournament down in California. Um, I'd like to do. I'd like to work for Nick Gage, hopefully one day, uh, for GCW. HUO definitely because Tremont and I like we go back from uh, CZW. That's his thing. Um, those would probably be the three. I'm probably missing a few. Um, I've been. I've had a couple companies recently that I'm not going to name because they're going to be surprises. Um, but they want me for their tournaments. Hopefully this year if everything goes well. That's My good. Ad, idea. And then also I wanted to. I'm not too sure about which company, but I would definitely like to do an exploding barbed wire um, mm-hmm. match in Japan. That's like my, that's like a retirement. That's like my bucket list for sure. Um, and then there's Rise in England. Um, I was supposed, they wanted to book me, but I just, COVID happened. And mm-hmm. so I haven't had an opportunity to go up there.
2: Mm-hmm. We, we're, we're sending you all the good vibes. You, you're going to get these girls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, we, right. Now. Every time yeah. we every time we have
2: a wrestler on our podcast, the week two weeks later, we, we always see their posts. I'm like, Oh my god, did we send we just, them had, them we, we just We
1: just had them on our podcast, and then something good uh-huh. happened. It so
2: many good things have happened to so many of the girls we just we've had Becca. She just got picked up to go to the, the CCW show in Washington, DC. They're doing like a, tr- a Four Corners match with her. It's
1: not it's not. I don't know if it's, a, it's Washington. It might, it might be well, It's uh, a
2: promotion called CCW. We're interviewing Capital. them tomorrow.
1: Capital. It's Capital Capital
2: What's that? Delaware.
1: Oh. Delaware. In
2: Delaware. They they're doing a four corners match. And two of the girls that are in the match so far, they've been on our
1: podcast. I'm like, Oh
0: nice. Oh, yeah. yeah yeah, it's good yeah. luck
1: it's good luck thank you yeah good luck to you
2: yeah we we love our guests we want them we want them to succeed in any way possible like if it's on tv or if it's making it to dark on a like a big batch you know oh, like i yeah.
0: want to be, be on dark so bad just, <laughs> just one, <laughs> one time one time
2: yeah you could do it i believe in you <laughs> yeah who
0: yeah.
1: would you who would you say an ultimate dream match is for you to have
0: Oh, shit. Okay. So I want Mercedes Martinez. Mm -hmm. I want Sander Rosa. I want Nicole Matthews. Um, I would definitely, I would like to wrestle Nevaeh again. Um, Let's see. Okay. Um, Yeah, definitely. And I would like to, I'd like to wrestle Nick Gage. (laughs) If he would, if he would let me. Um, (laughs) Asa Kong, I would definitely love to. Uh, down in Japan um, yeah that's okay oh and Lufisto of course um, yeah cause we've never we haven't had a singles before uh, Shaza McKenzie absolutely um, Maxi Impaler because <laughs> I think she's like
1: definitely I think yeah,
0: she's yeah and uh, Taylor well because she was my trainer so oh. yeah so I need to have her before I retire also mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, we're trying to really expand ourselves into Canada because we got a lot. We have a few wrestlers that we've had on the podcast from Canada, but we're trying to get more yeah. of the wrestlers variety. So if you when you encounter any of your wrestling friends tomorrow, later, whenever you do, just tell them definitely go on Instagram and hit up dudes at ringside. They, they love every, interviewing everybody. Send so.
0: me your list after this, and I'm a professional networker, and so I'd be more than happy to help because it's all about helping you guys and everyone else in the business, right?
2: Yeah, so.
1: yeah, definitely, definitely. This is
2: why we do it. Me and Geek met doing college radio, and he got me into independent wrestling, watching Ring and Bonner, and now I'm like obsessed with indie wrestling. And now we do this podcast, and I like love helping. We love helping indie wrestlers. We was we we don't matter if you have us send us pictures, a poster from your event. We'll post it. Even though you're in Canada, our fans are from all over the world. So they see it, and they're
1: like, yeah.
2: what promotion is Let me click that link. I never yeah. heard this promotion. Now they do. Now they know about it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. I was, I was just going to ask if you had any stories from uh, any of your matches you've been in that you could tell.
0: I don't know. Tell me, uh, tell me what you want to know, and see what I can give you.
1: Anything like any of your matches? Anything like funny stories? You know, crazy stuff, crazy stories, like like silly stuff that happened in the ring that no one else knows about. You know what I mean? Um,
0: uh, Oh, here's one. (laughs) Uh, It's funny. Um, Okay, so um, a few years ago, I worked for um, Juggalo Championship Wrestling at the Gathering, and I was. Um, the only female in a 13-man deathmatch battle royal. And it was a fans bring the weapon, so we had a whole bunch of weapons. I was the 13th person announced, and um, yeah. And so just before we, I was before I went out, I have Violet J and Shaggy right there. Um, uh, Violet J, he was, uh, or Shaggy rather, was. Uh, Sitting there, he's looking at me at uh, his golf cart, and I'm like, I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. I'm like, oh my God, so nervous. Promoter's just like, oh yeah, here's uh, 80 light tubes. They all need to be broken. You have to tell everybody as you go out that they need to be broken, otherwise nobody gets paid. And like that's the thing. I was like, sick. Like I want to cut some people up. I need some experience with like cutting people up. So it's like this is be a lot of fun. Anyhow, um, so I come out, I just started attacking one particular person. I'm like, yeah, you're gonna be my target. It's great. And then I was like, oh shit. There was there was so much broken light. And I was like, this is fucked. Like there was so much. I was like, it's okay. I'm gonna beat people up. Um and it came to where it came to my part in the match before I got eliminated. I, elim- I eliminated um this one wrestler named Jesse Amato. I threw him over the top and I saw I saw an opportunity uh, with a it was a shopping cart and it was full of light tubes and a kitchen sink. <laughs> Wow. So, oh, I just did a, like what we call a flare bump over and I put him in it because I thought it was great and I just thought it was there to be there um, so the rest of the match happens there's so much stuff in glass sticking sticking into my body um, and what was it so after I got eliminated um, there's two things that happen I guess um, Oh, yeah, there's a big giant piece of uh, light tube sticking out of my skin. And so I go into the back, and Tommy Dreamer was in the back. And he watched the match, and he's just like, because he's he's known me from before, like um, being up here. And he's just like, I'm so sorry. He's like, You're crazy. And if you don't mind, because he was so concerned for me because I'm stunned and bleeding. He's like, I'm just going to clean you up right now. And he's pulling pieces of glass out of me. He's trying to, like, he's like, you just need to, because he didn't want to, like, you know, touch me. But he's just like, he's just like, here, you just need to wipe here. And I'm like, okay. But he's like, so he goes, he sees, like, this big, giant piece of glass. And he's just like, he's like, "Uh, this is pretty big. So um, it was neat just having... Tommy dreamer like give me these compliments saying that I'm crazy helping me out and he's just really grossed out by this giant flap of skin and uh, thing um but then after after that match I was able to see like my two favorite people from like I love insane clown posse and you know I had their commentary I had them giving me compliments I was being called like a crazy psycho bitch and uh <laughs> like I took that as like a huge compliment and uh yeah, it was it was pretty great. But then I also found out that uh, the people that ended up winning the match, uh, that that shopping cart full of light tubes and the kitchen sink was supposed to be saved for the final part of the match. So I kind of oh. oh, <laughs> so, spoiled it. Oh shit! You kind of spoiled it. I was like, I'm so sorry. But you know, they figured it out, and I was like, you know what? I'll probably see you next year, and you can punch me. Next. Like you can punch me in the next show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah that was a lot of fun uh yeah so that's one of them uh I don't know here's another one actually I uh I did my first tour in Newfoundland and this is I think year two I think Newfoundland's like a is a province like a state here um, up here in Canada and uh Ted DiBiase and Jake the Snake Roberts they were on there and so the night before I was just uh, I went outside because I was just on my phone, I was just needed some space because I was sharing a hotel room, and uh, so I just went out like maybe every hour or so. So in the morning, we're getting ready to like fill up and like go travel for our shows, and then I see Jake Roberts and ten. So I went to go introduce myself, shook hands, and then uh, Jake Roberts is like, "Now, I just need to know what little blonde young wrestler was outside." Uh, You know, doing my business out there, whatever I was doing, I was definitely smoking weed. Yeah, you know that. Um, Like smoking pot, having drinks on her phone at 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, and 4 a.m. And I was like, fuck. I'm like, okay, okay, I see how this week's going to be. I'm like, so you tell me right now, which WWE Hall of Famer was looking out of his hotel window at 10, 11, 12, and all those hours watching some young wrestler doing her thing. And he looked at me, he's like, shit, you got me. And I was like, we're going to have a good fucking week, aren't we? He's like, yeah. You caught the
2: snake. You caught
0: the snake snake staring. (laughs) So I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) But then I figured, I'm like, this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. There's some stories.
2: Yeah. We love stories here we love stories we love when people if they have to break the news even though you can't we love them to break the news if there's some kind of event that you're doing that you that people know but do you, do you have any any news you can say about anything coming up that you're doing
0: cool great question so up here in canada um i just had five six bookings canceled because we are on lockdown right now again oh, that's so nice. uh again? so i had a championship match Because I'm I'm a champion at Pro Wrestling Eclipse. I had another match. I was supposed to wrestle in Montreal. Um, I was supposed to fly over to Winnipeg. Um, I'm supposed to go down to the U.S., but I can't do that. Um, So I have nothing to really talk about yet, which is so fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, I have a couple tournaments coming up, but everything is being pushed back. Uh, Gyms are closed. uh, So I haven't wrestled. Um, Everything – okay, I didn't wrestle for about – almost a year, and then from October until December, I got in a couple, about a dozen matches, a couple shows, or a couple dozen shows. Um, so yeah, right now, everything is on hold up here.
1: So oh, wow.
0: uh, yeah, I can't really tell you anything, so I got nothing.
1: That sucks, nothing. you know?
0: I'm sitting here with my fucking staple gun, like, I just want to fucking go, I want to fucking staple people, but it's not happening. Yeah, I saw, I saw that before the show, I'm like, geek,
2: we about to get stapled, bruh. Oh, yeah, you're lucky. <laughs> I'm hungry. Got the bloodlust. I want to fucking fight. <laughs> I I'd be like, okay, I'm about to geek. Yo <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm five one. I think I you'd be like, oh, so cute. I still could ow. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> right. To does a tickle. <laughs> so like as I said before, like a stapler, like you use a stapler, like the barbed wire. What is like out of the for, what is the worst thing you've ever taken out of all the weapons you that you had to take? Oh, I think my cat's gonna jump up. This is doesn't make me look hardcore. <laughs> We've had plenty of pets come on the screen, we love pets here.
0: <laughs> this is what's We're,
2: gonna happen. Oh, <laughs> kitty! <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, it's an orange. Yeah, it's orange. Uh, okay, yeah,
0: so okay, are you going?
2: Oh, she wanted to get her five <laughs> seconds of fame,
0: she wanted <laughs> to get her five seconds of fame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you go? I'm
2: so sorry. <laughs> <Here you> go. <laughs> I'm so, sorry. <laughs> so go. It's hardcore kitty right there. Oh my uh. god. Hey,
0: sorry. Um, <laughs> razor wire.
2: <laughs> razor wire? Oh wow.
0: <laughs> razor wire and fire. I mm. guess it's like wow. the most fun I've had. Um yeah, I just you know, talking about like killing kayfabe, like it's like beat it. <laughs> cut. Yeah. yeah. So, um I think yeah, those are those are a lot of fun.
1: So, where can people find you exactly if they wanna if they want want to talk to you or buy merch from you? Or...
0: Oh, excellent question. Uh, so, if you're looking for merchandise, you can purchase um, if you go on to prowrestlingtees.com and look up Jules Malone, you can find my T-shirts there. They are based out of the U.S. Um, if you are looking uh, to follow me on Instagram, it's the Jules Malone. Uh, Twitter is at Jules Malone and everyone is definitely welcome to follow me on on Facebook and it's Jules Malone and uh, they also have a Fans of Jules Malone page and uh, if people want to watch any of my videos, my matches, uh, they can definitely just find me on YouTube, just look up Jules Malone and there will be plenty of footage there.
2: Okay, because you Um. do hardcore matches, sometimes YouTube's a little bit yeah. snooty for certain hardcore matches because we've had yeah. other guests that we've had that do hardcore matches and I go to look for their matches and I'm just like, nope, that's not her. Who the hell is that? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not you, it's other people, right, Geek? The Other people we've had yeah. that do hardcore yeah. matches.
1: Yeah. Yeah, cool.
0: CW has me, uh, let's see. Yeah, it's just honestly, even just going on Google, you'll be able to find um a lot of the other sites where you have to where you have to pay for the matches yeah mm. there you go
1: we, yeah. we want to thank you so much you've been an awesome guest by the way telling your stories and everything you know
2: stop it <laughs> we, we 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 think it's awesome because we love hearing their stories because like we have regular wrestlers all the time we never get enough hardcore matches or hardcore wrestlers because the hard regular wrestlers have good stories the hardcore wrestlers' stories are so much cooler because they have <laughs> weapons. They bring weapons. Yeah, that's they bring right. Toys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they bring toys. Like yeah, lots of toys. Yeah, there's, like a,
2: there's a wrestler that's behind me, Alfie. She's from England and she does hardcore matches. Yeah, Alfie, what's up? You should yeah. definitely <laughs> check her out. Look her out. Look. She did a in oh, one better. of the clips, one of the clips she sent us on Instagram. You have to look it up on our our our. Posts. She gave a one person can oh, One person concerto to a girl. Sick. Yeah. yeah. I like it. <laughs> they her on all the hardcore matches in Coventry Po in England. They're like, okay, Alfie, you're gonna take on her in a cage. With all they have a match they have in their promotion called a jail match, and it's a cage match. They just call
1: it. I, I don't <laughs> think it's called a jail match. I forgot what it was called. It was an asylum match. The or
0: something?
1: The okay, okay yeah. something like that it's a big cage. It's awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, we, like I said, we want to thank you so much. Please follow Jules. Please follow Dudes at Ringside Podcast, and we will see you guys in, in the, the next, next ever.
0: See Bye you guys! Next so much. So.
1: Oh, yeah.